Welcome to the podcast, Risk Intelligence, with your host, Karen Adamsbaum. She will be sharing her knowledge on common insurance questions, coverage explanations, claim scenarios, and interviews with brokers, clients, and colleagues to discuss various topics in the insurance industry. Welcome to another edition of my podcast called Risk Intelligence. And today I have Liz Capants with me. Thank you, Liz, for joining me today on this Friday uh, afternoon. We're getting ready to go into the weekend, our first full week of 2021. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. Yes. So how'd your week go so far? First week? Yes, no, good. Yeah, it was good. It was it was busy and uh, it was right back into the Zoom meetings and calls. And so uh, it was a busy week. Yes. Yeah. So I actually posted on uh, LinkedIn this morning a little post about how did your first week go? Um, everybody's got these New Year's resolutions, what they're going to do, what they're not going to do and what have you. So I got a, quite a few uh, responses and such, but a little engagement, you know, first week. And, I, you know, I don't know about you, but uh, <laughs> it's January 8th. And for some reason, it just feels like September 15th. I mean, it just, it's mind blowing. It really is mind blowing. I don't know how you feel about that. Yes, I, I feel the same, Karen. I think that this the whole last year was just such a uh, confusing year for all of us that in many ways, the holidays this year even were, were not even as festive or it was very quiet uh, for me. So it was just a different, uh, I can't even believe it's January. I, I think I'm back in July or, or June somehow. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, yeah. Boing, you know, here yeah. it is, here it is. So, yeah. so what I wanted to do, Liz, is tell everybody, uh, you know, my audience, uh, your audience, our audience, a little bit uh, about uh, our background, how we met and uh, where we are today and uh, introduce you. And, and this way it gives you a, a platform to let everybody know about what it is that you do. So uh, everyone, um, Liz and I met, I'm gonna say it was probably June or so. We were introduced yep. by uh, Dr. David Kunick yep. and a uh, great networker, super connector, no doubt about it. And um, I, uh, you, you uh, started a, a networking organization and um, I, I came as a visitor and I really enjoyed it. And now I'm a member and your, your involvement with this networking group is superior. Um, you, you just took it, um, you created it, you have good players in it uh, involved and that, that is what we need um, where we can just uh, bounce ideas off of each other, help each other and what have you. And the way I see it is uh, we're, we're all executive and decision makers, which is important. You know, there, there's other networking organizations that are not set up like that. And that's what attracted me when Dr. David talked to me about it, because I said I wanted to become part of an organization where it was just decision makers, part of the, the organization, so to speak. And, and here we are. And um, uh, Eurodites is the name of the networking organization. Um, and yep. you, you founded it, you started it. So tell us a little bit about like what, what prompted you to do that? 
Yeah, great question. And thank you, Karen, for the uh, uh, for the kind words and uh, and and. Uh, I'm so happy you're you're such an integral part of the group. Um, so it was for me. It was a very organic uh, extension of what I was doing uh, anyway. Uh, my core business being in search and recruiting and finding people and finding talent. Uh, and so connecting and networking has always been uh, a piece of that. I've been, uh, I'd say, actively networking really for about seven years now. And then a couple of years ago. I, I, I've been to many groups, I'm part of many groups, and I wanted to create something that uh, was a little bit more I guess, strategic in, in, in networking. For example, when I speak to a uh, potential company client or candidate, for that matter, I'm thinking big picture, how can others uh, be involved or who else could I introduce them to for this client? Because it helps me um, when I integrate other referral partners like Erudites because it gives me a stronger bandwidth if I can provide uh, other resources for the client. Right. So I wanted to create something uh, that was uh, a broader, bigger picture as we're networking, if that makes sense. No, it does. It does. And you hit the nail on the head because everything that we're doing with the organization is spot on. And it's going down that uh, that path that you had designed and, and planned for so well, thank you yes I, I love how it's it's evolving and growing and uh and just been and then truth be told uh karen it's it, uh when we hit lockdown last year it uh really uh we, we bonded so much more as a group even though we're not physically connected at all but through zoom we're actually more connected as, as the group grew and, and just got to know one another. So I think that we, we really um, just uh, bonded very well and connected better in this, this lockdown, this virtual world somehow. So well, you know what it is, is I think uh, when we all finally meet, we're gonna have a giant group hug. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know, totally, totally, Karen, I know. I, I can't wait, it'll, it'll be, be like a huddle. I know it'll be. I know it, it's it's going to be so great, and and it's just a uh, it, it's a great uh, expansion of, of the group and what we're doing, and and I'm just just so excited and so thankful and grateful that you know meeting great people and bringing them together is is just so uh, it's it's a great thing. So yeah, and you know, um, you you started this organization with with a background that fits with what it is that you're created the organization for. And that background is you, you come from a, an executive search, if you will, background. And, and now you have this, uh, this company where you, it's not that you're helping, you're not an executive, now correct me if I'm wrong, you're not an executive search firm, but you are a firm that helps people um uh what's the word i want to use um clarify or assist or yeah, um, yeah. modify condense uh, exactly what it is that they're trying to get into and, uh, and i'm going to kind of say that again let's say you have a position this let's just say mary has a position that she's applying for and and you know what that position entails, but her resume and her her delivery 
doesn't yep. really match what it is that they're looking for, but you know that she has that skill set. So yep. what you do is you help that person um, massage maybe their resume or maybe their their delivery. Okay, they're yep. not lying. No, you're just massaging it in a way where when they are in front of the person who is going to be doing the hiring, it's a lot more, it's very recognizable that this is a good fit. So basically you're training and you're helping the potential candidates um, get in front of the people faster. Is that a good explanation? Great, great, um, great summary, Karen. Yes, it is. Um, I've, I've transitioned and evolved into the working primarily with candidates that are either in transition or like you said applying for a job and how to communicate and really connect the dots with the person on the other end i've seen so many times over the years where that first impression that first delivery of the resume of how you communicate what you do is so critical and oftentimes it's misunderstood or misinterpreted uh, and and two, secondary to that is I find so many times candidates don't always see all the skills that they have that are relatable to that job. They don't always identify that and then know how to communicate it. And that's such an important first step. That is a huge step because <laughs> if you don't do that, you, you will not get the job. So right. what you're doing is you're trying to weed it out. You're trying to massage them and, and show them what it is that to say or show on their resume. So then it's more of a, a hit when, when that candidate comes through, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And um, uh, because of last year, there's so many people that are either, we kept, we kept hearing this word pivot, uh, pivoting into something else or making this transition. And so a big part of that has been identifying those transferable skills if you're looking at a different industry or you're maybe looking at an entirely different job and how to get those skills and put all that together you know package it and market yourself you're essentially marketing and selling yourself which which is not easy for for a lot of people to do either so uh but yeah that's that's a big uh big piece of it so no, where when you when you get your your clients um where where do you get them from Great question, uh, Karen. So I, I get a lot of referrals. Um, I get a lot of uh, outreach from, uh, you know, through LinkedIn or through referrals. Or I've, I also work with many that I've known over the years and I've uh, placed them uh, and worked with them to help get those jobs, you know, two or three times. So I have a, a pretty uh, extensive uh, network uh with that so i remember the first uh first two weeks when we went into to lockdown last year was just inundated with uh with outreach and of course many people had been unfortunately you know furloughed and or were afraid that they might be so it was just a march and april were just insane um but i'm also thankful that i have uh the network i can leverage and help them to make those transitions make that pivot um and not be afraid to, to, to go for something if it's outside of your, your core industry or your core focus uh, to help broaden your perspective so that you can see you can, you can go for a number of different, uh, different things. Well, you, you know what, as you're saying this, I'm thinking to myself that, let's say there's this candidate, Bobby, right? And Bobby has this, this stellar 
stellar experience, all right? And he's looking to get a job in this one arena, all right, one avenue. And then he meets you. And and Bobby in his head knows, I know what I'm doing. I know my skill set, okay? And he sees a job description. He's like, I know I can do that. I, I, I'm confident I can do that. But he's he's just not getting in front of the right decision maker. So here comes along Liz, right? Mm -hmm. And Liz helps him. I would think that Bobby's sense of confidence has gone up because of that. So now, because when you know that you have a skill set and then somebody's just, listen, we've all been in this position waiting for the results of your interview is gotta be the yeah. most nerve wracking thing. And you're like, when are they gonna call? I don't wanna call because you don't wanna seem like, you know, desperate, but I really want this job. So, and he, and Bobby knows, he knows that he's good for it, but he can't get it. So now you come along, you help him. And that, that just, I don't know. I just feel that Bobby would have a sense of confidence, like just would excel. And then that right there is a home run. I, I Well, thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. And, and yes, it, it is um, just, uh, you know, helping, you know, focus on, uh, you know, again, those transferable skills and getting in front of the, uh, the company. There's many ways to uh, go about this kind of goes back to the networking piece to uh, to penetrate a company and to get in front of decision makers or people internally that you're you know if you're interested in this job and and the the industry the business so you can kind of tying into the whole networking I'll work with those candidates on that aspect too so it's uh, it's all sort of tied into that same that same process um, the other thing interesting is want to note that um, I, I found with uh, so many great candidates that come from corporate, and then when they have to make the transition, um, especially if you're a mid to, to senior level, it's not always easy to uh, transition to uh, like a hustling mindset and having to put yourself out there. Um, like you and I, I'm a networker, we're entrepreneurs, so we, we're, we're hustling, we're, we're selling, we're networking, but um, I know for many, it's hard to make that transition because when you come from corporate, all your resources are in your company. And you don't have to always, you know, sort of hustle to, f to find this and that. And it's, it's hard sometimes. And that's where I step in because I love, I love that piece of it. So, yeah. And that's the hardest part. And here you are, you have it and you love it. So what a great fit. Right. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm doing it, uh, doing it all the time. And it's just part of uh, when you're building your business and, and uh, growing that. And then, when you get to a point where you you have the great network, you can leverage and and you know work with these candidates or you know sometimes business owners to help them get get in front of those companies. So, yeah, so it's good. All right. So let me ask you this: If you would, could you explain um, to our audience here what it what it is? To, to look for if if that's a, a good enough question like if you if you had to use this platform to talk to the audience and say listen if you're in this situation um reach out to me because i could like you know yeah. how, how would you how would you do that yeah great question there's so many pieces to this whole job search journey uh karen that uh 
I can and, and do work with candidates in um, one aspect could be the basic fundamentals of how to uh, you know get their resume uh, up to up to speed. Uh, it might be um, trying to understand what skills they might need uh, to make a transition. Uh, I found that through I lead a job search uh, group. Um, it's an open forum discussion, which is every week. And we cover everything from salary negotiation, how to deal with that, how to deal with when you get ghosted in a, a job interview. We cover a whole myriad of topics, Karen. So I can um, you know, step in and consult or advise wherever the gap might be. But those are just some examples. Yeah. That, that's huge. Thank you. That's huge. Yeah. Because if you think about like the whole the whole job search is 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 hard enough in normal times, and then you throw in this major change pandemic and this year who knows what's going to happen next hopefully uh, nothing you know nothing too terrible but it, there's so many pieces that and because a lot of it is automated these days there's so many pieces to uh this whole job searching we had a, a, quite a great question the other day someone in the group had uh, been asked to do a, a pitch presentation as part of the interview process um, and, and throughout the interview, there's always uh, a lot of information gathering, uh, you know, the, the prospective employers gathering information, the candidates gathering. So you're going back and forth, but sometimes uh, you, you don't want to overshare and mm -hmm. give too, too much information uh, without having that offer package. And so you have to just sort of know when to draw those boundaries and say, well, this is going to take up X amount of my time you know, you know, is this, is this critical to, uh, you know, to uh, securing that job? So you have to know uh, where and when you can uh, draw the line. Otherwise it can be a lot of, uh, a lot of interviews and then no offer and you don't want that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I, I would think that the interview process these days is just intense. Yes. Yes, Intense. exactly. So, so. I'm trying to think there was somebody that I knew, I can't remember who it was, but I think they went on seven interviews, mm. seven interviews. And it's just like mind blowing. So, I mean, me, thank God, I, I've never been in that situation, you know, maybe two, maybe three interviews, you know, you meet the two people and then the, the last guy is like, you know, the, just to make sure you're normal, I guess, yeah. or what have you. Formality, and, yes, like a yeah, formality. formality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but yeah, this is good, this is good. So if you had to um, put some parting words into our podcast, uh, what would you recommend uh, the, the audience to do going forward in looking for a job? I mean, besides reaching out to you. Yeah, great question, Karen. I would say... Uh, be as laser focused as as what you're looking for as a next step, but also uh, be more strategic and think what are your passions and what industries are you are you most interested in? Because so, I think last year was such a year of inflection for so many people that a lot are wanting more purpose driven uh, companies to be to be working for. They want to. Uh, not just have a job, but have something that makes it is aligned with their values. So as you're looking in the search, be laser focused, understand, you know, what, what are your drivers? Is it fashion? Is it beauty? Is it, is it sustainability? And target those companies because when you're in a, in a position where you're passionate about what you do, it's, it's, you know, it's a game changer. 
right? So, so kind of focus on, on that bigger picture in your approach. And I always say, just, just be authentic, be yourself, you know, because people, uh, they hire people behind the resume. So, um, but being laser focused and knowing what industry, uh, you know, gets your interest, what, uh, and then take a step back and research that uh, rather than just a job, right? you're right yeah i never even thought about it that way and and here's here's a you know one of our last questions and something that's always um i don't know it's crossed my mind and if i was ever in a position where i had an interview again for a position and they were not sure as to whether or not to hire me i I mean, I don't have to do it now, but in the past I've thought about this and, and I'm going to explain that to you and you let me know if you think it's feasible. Have you ever been, have you ever heard of, well, hire me and let me work for you for 60 days and see how I work out. And if I'm good, you keep me on board. If not, we part our ways. I, you know, is, is that ever come up? So the uh, the candidate would be would present that to the employer. That's a great question, Karen. I've never had anyone ask me that. I think that you certainly could use that approach um, if you really want the job and if the employer is a little bit hesitant because you know why? So many times people will be afraid to ask for the job and not go for it, right. and and they're they're like they don't really want to. They feel like it's too forward. So I would recommend that yes, if it makes sense and if it's something you're passionate about and, and the, uh, the hiring manager is, can't make a decision, then I would say go for it because you have to ask in this life. Yeah. And, um, and here's another thing, even make it 90 days because usually employers have a 90 day thing yeah. where, or, you know, I don't know if it's a waiting period or whatever, but they have like a 90 day. And then after 90 days, that's when you get your benefits. Yep, exactly. Right? Yep. So, so say, listen, 90 days, and if we're yep. good, we move forward, I get benefits. If not, let's part ways, and at least we gave it a shot, yeah. right? 100%, and I, I love how you brought that up, because I think oftentimes, you know, again, people, they don't ask for the job, and depending on what the job is and the, the circumstances, but you have to have that confidence, if it's something you want, you know, have the confidence to ask for it. So I think that's a great, great point you bring up, and I would recommend using it when it when it makes sense for sure yeah so well liz i just wanted to say thank you so much uh for like i said taking this friday afternoon doing this podcast with me and uh, is there anything else that you wanted to leave our audience with uh just thank you karen for this great opportunity uh and i uh i hope this was helpful uh, and uh, I, I, uh, I know things will, will definitely pick up this year in terms of the, the jobs, and we're already seeing that now. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a better year than next year. I'm confident of that. So, yeah. Good. Thank you. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, Karen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Risk Intelligence. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn by doing a search on Karen Adamsbaugh.